0: Podcast. Podcast. Mifflin. The people paper podcast.
1: out. Welcome to the People Person's Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. I am one part of your duo of hosts, Hilton Price. With me, as always, is my co-host Brian Sittler. I am that other part. Yes, Hello. here to uh, take apart the office, put it back together again. We are deep in season three, and we are glad to have back with us a return guest, Josh Baltz. Hello. Hey, thanks Hi for coming gentlemen. back. Thank Welcome you. Back.
2: Thank you for having me. It's Been always a long. pleasure.
1: And like I said, we're in season three. We're actually on season three, episode five. We're back at Fruit Farm, H- uh-huh.
2: Hilton. Yeah. I. You. We're in season three. We are. Right. We are. But. But. I think that is really missing the point of this episode because it doesn't matter no. if it's season three, Hilton, because what it is, gentlemen, yeah. is Pretzel Day.
1: It, <laughs> it is, is Pretzel Day. And thank the God. most
2: Stanleys seems to be only reason for being alive mm-hmm. is for this one glorious day of pretzels. It's really his Christmas. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it really end, is 364 more days. Mm-hmm. And you <laughs> know he sincerely means that. Yeah. Like so sincere about it. How out of character was this? How, it must have been great for the
3: actor,
1: Leslie name. David Baker.
3: Leslie David Baker to yes. enjoy playing this, playing yeah. a completely different side of his character.
1: Yeah, I yeah, would probably love that. One of the few hot mo- times we get to see uh, Stanley and Michael <gasps> friendly. I, I was just about to say that a rare moment of uh,
2: you know kindness and cooperation from Stanley and Michael, which is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Pretzel really, day. it's
3: yeah, it brings day. people together. Y-
1: absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And, and and such a unique episode in that so much of the show is so heavily Michael focused, Michael centric. And Michael he's got a key part in, in, in one of the main plots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's not really the main focus of this no, episode. They're
2: they're finally
1: they're starting to let that we're at this point in the
2: office now where I think they're wanting to let their sort of established universe, mm-hmm. like they want to give some other characters a chance to breathe yeah. to help, you know, flesh sure. out the I mean like we, we know Michael's gonna be back to doing something fucking yeah. silly and ridiculous next week, mm-hmm. yeah. and you know, and and he does have his moments of silliness in this episode to be sure. Oh yeah, oh, certainly. But uh, uh, sped up on sugar. sugar, yeah, some of ads. my absolutely, some of my favorite but, Michael. But also, you can tell that that's not the central focus because that's also like really, and I'm not, and I'm not dogging it by saying this, but that's really easy. Like you know, Michael is basically a man child still you know it's always going to be funny if we see him like do something obviously childish like eat an everything pretzel Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and you know fall asleep and all that like you know and that and that's funny enough on its own sure but I mean this really wasn't about him they gave him something to do but it was really kind of about letting these established side characters like we get to see more of Dwight in this episode. And, yes, like, you know, yes. this is definitely one of those episodes, which, again, like you said earlier, Shroot Farms. I realized yes. that uh, oh, yeah, the uh, so. first time you had me on actually mm-hmm. uh, was the very first mention of Shroot Farms. Yeah. And here I am back now, which yeah. I believe is the first physical exactly. appearance yeah. of Shroot Farms. So I think, I submit to you, gentlemen, that I'd be your Shroot Farms expert. That's right. Okay. That's
1: I think right. I'm the man uh, who's most a, qualified for the job. Uh, I think we can do that.
2: You are a
3: fruit farm subject yeah. matter expert. Yeah, you're a SME. Going back to my work, that's a, that's a sh- term sh- for my work. Oh, okay. You, you, know, you know all about, you're a certain expert on a certain subject, because uh-huh. there needs to be a lot of those, Yeah. and that's what you are. Our
1: official SHROOT farm SME. I sh- mean, love it. SME. Sh- I yeah. love yeah. it. Yeah. Excellent.
3: I do love how we went automatically to talk about Michael and Pretzel Day. That's how yeah. much of a market leaves no. because uh-huh. it is oh, because man. Dwight's and Ryan's story is obviously hilarious. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and I the mean, centerpiece mm, of this—it's the
1: very title again. If you haven't figured it out, we're on episode five, the initiation. The initiation. Did you know what we were talking about? I and our a so. plot is Dwight and Ryan and uh-huh. the idea from the get-go. Of,
2: yeah, and this episode, like I was saying, it humanizes. This does. Uh, this goes more into humanizing
1: Dwight. It does bit, you know, know exactly. especially right. the last the couple scenes where he's explaining himself to Ryan? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I I just Jim and I weren't friends. I was yeah. hoping this would be different. You see that he, he's really wearing his emotions on his sleeve exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah.
3: It's like Dwight tries to make a friend to be on the yeah. Amazing Race. That's really what this episode yeah. is. Yeah, he's the looking for his partner. It, it was all he's just on. an audition for That's the when, Amazing Race. He's got that little gleam in his eye. Uh huh. And he's looking back at the camera where, yeah. when, when they're on their <laughs> way out to the, to the farm. Uh-huh. And you know, I was I just wanted us to be
1: a team. Even asking him in the beginning. Are you excited? Are you really excited? (laughs) Extremely (laughs) excited. I mean, he just wants Uh, him to be having so much fun Uh being with him. Yeah, it's 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 almost very Michael. It's very Michael. We've seen that where Michael just wants someone to be his friend. You know, Mm -hmm. and and and. That's why Dwight, I think, gravitates toward Michael is because he sees himself. One reason why Michael sees Dwight as someone he can manipulate is because yeah. he sees himself I him. yeah, Especially right uh, now. I, I see that, exactly. for sure.
3: It'll change later on, oh, but right yeah. now it's mm-hmm.
0: yeah. You're,
1: yeah. Well, because, yes, yeah, so, and especially perfect. some of the moments we'll have, like, come the uh, um, uh, the roast... Uh, the way, the oh, way we, we get a whole other side of <laughs> by Dwight. By that point, it's uh-huh. a relationship. Oh, you know. They
2: have, yeah, by as the, it goes by, on. By the last Dundies. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, We don't remember what he did there. Mm-hmm. Uh- um, but uh, the, oh, man, the first time that you really kind of start to understand, like, cause, you know, Dwight's that classic weird dude mm-hmm. at the office. Like, we've all worked with, like, a weird, yeah. milky like yeah, sure, not really socially offbeat. Y- yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, does brags about knowing karate. Sure, yeah. so, so just a Has weird a cat. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and you don't know how to relate to them. You don't. You don't yeah. think they're. Mm-hmm. You don't mean them ill will. You want. You wish them well, but uh-huh. you just have no idea how to relate. Yeah. to Yeah, but right, you, but then yeah.
2: you see that it's you know it. It starts to make you be like, well, you know, he's Dwight is actually a, a yeah. person, and going back to Michael. Being afraid of, you know, wanting everybody to like him and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when uh, Dwight asks Ryan, what is Michael Scott's biggest fear? And Ryan just goes,
1: Loneliness. loneliness he's got that ready to go uh-huh. and then the moment where maybe he says women. maybe you can almost see him reasoning that out where he's like oh yeah okay that you know like and maybe women
3: it, it might be gaining uh-huh. you know, loneliness
1: I don't think I think the loneliness is the
3: undisputed Wh- champion yeah
2: <laughs> but which we talked about is the paradox of Michael's love life he's afraid of being alone but he's also afraid, afraid of, of what will make
1: him not feel alone it's a, it's a
3: good thing he thinks he has two girlfriends uh-huh. I
1: know right but at the same time, he says it right in this episode. It's so good, he only got to second base with Jan. Good.
0: And good what, is,
2: what is Michael's... Do you think Michael Scott has a different definition of second base than the rest of us do? Like,
1: I think there's a good chance kissing with tongue could be second base.
0: Uh-huh. Right?
2: Yeah. Like, I believe that. I, I believe yeah. for all of Michael's social ineptitudes, he was taught an incorrect version yes. of the bases. I mean, Todd I'm Packer not, probably taught. Yeah.
1: Him. To paraphrase Ryan in another episode, I'm not sure anyone ever told him what, what the bases were. <laughs> 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 And with Ryan, man, you know, we we talked about the Jim looks in this episode, and Jim, when we we'll get over there too. Mm-hmm. But there's the Ryan looks, yeah, which
2: really oh. d- like there was a Ryan mugging period, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. I think they kind of, I think B.J. Novak did kind of want to end up pulling away from that because he was afraid. Of, well, I mean, Maybe. I mean, this is all uh, this is just, but a theory. this episode had a lot, like, and, yeah.
1: and it had a lot yeah. of those moments, like like the pause he took before going into the barn and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many moments where we could just see him like. This wearing on him and, he, and and him not, him being very real in front of the camera. You know, obviously, obviously a character, but you know what I mean. Very yeah. true. Which is cool. It was, yeah. it was a great job from him. But at mm-hmm. this point in the series, there
2: wasn't much to, and to Bj Novak's credit, giving Ryan the storyline he had of just turning into an absolutely just yeah.
1: garbage human being i'm curious how much they knew at this point if they knew already what would happen in the season well i said
2: our overtones I, I think that this is i mean uh correct me if i'm wrong but bj novak he, was yes, the writer of this did. episode he right did. yep did. so i think you know you're on season three right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you've already got an established show any show to get to season three there's, they got to be feeling pretty. I mean, you made three seasons of television. That's that's not an easy feat to do. It's true, and exactly. it kind of seems like this does. This isn't going anywhere for a while. Right. Yeah, this character that I play, like I think, because at this point in the series, I feel like Ryan was kind of just like a more maliciously, like Jim's mischievously mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan was just kind of more of a maliciously mean Jim. Character at the at the
1: outset, like there wasn't oh, yeah. much. I don't know that he was malicious, well, but he, he was could've. very self-serving. Yeah, he, he yeah, simply I wanted mean, to. So, he he was he just wanted to like get his. Yeah, yeah,
3: and like we said, I think previously that he could have screwed with Michael way more often. Yeah, because of Michael's just. Like he, he, would could typically been, he could have been. He could have been Jim times ten he, and gotten away with it. He typically would just Michael ignore
1: Michael so or, or, yeah, he or try and get away from him. the situation because he didn't want to be there.
3: That's right. Right. But he, but he knows he's in now because he he says that in this talking head. I've been here a year. Mm-hmm. I have to commit or get out.
2: Yeah. But even before this episode, though, there were little pepperings of Ryan. Why I say sort of, I I don't mean like he was out to get anybody, but just the way that he's mean. Is more of a direct like, and he would well, even he's, say he was totally a frat guy. I mean, he's 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 he's, yeah, he's, because, he, he's yeah. the kind of guy who seems like he could have been a bully in school. Yeah, you know, and he, yeah, he and for he sure. does make some. You yeah, you but, do kind of notice before this episode, which to my original point, I do feel is like when Bj Novak was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start Ryan down his own individual oh yeah. Yeah. character because th- it is. He was his own character, sure, but it seemed like him and Jim were following parallel paths. they you were know? they were yeah, yeah. there Absolutely. needed to be something to separate him yeah. separate that
3: and then played off against each other later it, on exactly even though him. even
2: yeah. though yeah. Ryan play. and Jim for the most part, really didn't. Have much interaction with each other, only no. in
3: like faraway shots. Like you'd see him at the Dundies, and they were kind of like that episode. I remember. I mean, especially at the table they were kind of table together, yeah. kind of talking. And especially
2: stuff. as time went on, yeah. like Ryan had less and less to do with the you know the A cast of like the managers and Jim, like mm-hmm. you know and Pam and yeah, Dwight. he really yeah.
1: That's a character who really became almost a second tier character who started out as a f- top tier mm-hmm, character. Right. That's right. a, and that's an interesting transition that sort of happened there. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. that also had something to do with the fact that he had probably moved on to other parts of the <laughs> show. I know he's doing yeah. a lot behind the scenes, especially oh, once yeah. he was, uh, I think, was he promoted to an executive producer? Oh, yes. I, so. I, I believe I, so. he's six yeah. or yeah. seven, Kaling I think. A, yeah. Probably Kaling was. Mindy Kaling was yeah. as well. Toby uh mm-hmm. Paul Lieberstein. Paul Lieberstein. Paul, yeah. Paul Feig. That's adventures Yeah, man. No, no, Ghostbusters is Paul Feig. Yeah, yeah, and, that's right. And, but yeah. uh but yeah, but uh and so crazy episode with with Ryan and Dwight and the the way that we get uh not only cuz we needed that humanizing of Dwight. We, we did. needed that. We we at so much that at this point yeah. he had been a uh, a, a source of ridicule for us. He hadn't. We hadn't humanized him at all. That's yes. A, and we started doing a little bit more of that. And at the same time, we're getting a lot more Orion. So we're we're getting a real good chance to get to know these characters as opposed to the people that we've been seeing over and over again: the Jim, the Pam, the, the Michael. Yeah. So mm-hmm, more expounding on and at the same time we get a Jim and Pam storyline that really plays out well because they almost use the negative space of us not having anything from them for the entire episodes They're mm-hmm. both in their own lives. Mm-hmm. Pam's dealing with Michael and, and, and Jan and, and having to track his every move Jim's dealing with the chair debacle in Stamford. right and finally at the end we get that big payoff that release when. Bam, now they're completely connected. No chance. None of this, he can hear Michael talking to her. None of this, you know, uh, uh, just in passing. Yeah,
3: it's all in here.
2: Well, this was their first conversation since the infamous kiss on Casino Night. Because he basically moved away right after... She said that she couldn't do it yeah. because she was engaged to Roy.
1: And you said this. And, uh, this ended up being a multi-hour conversation. Like, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it's said by the writers that it was
3: <clears throat> technically, I guess, th- they said three hours. I okay. swear, I swear, that's what B.J. Novak says. Yeah, and that's so,
1: and that's cool too because and, and they have that very sharp cut. Like it, it caught me off guard the first time I view it because you have the initial high, high. How did this uh, Kevin fantasy football whatever? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then all of a sudden. She's talking about twenty eight days later. Yeah, he's like, I got a question for you. They yeah. they
2: slip, they, they slip like, a nice back into there. their own mm-hmm. dynamic, you know. You, then you start to see like they're still comfortable talking to exactly. Each other. Now, now you're
1: hours later, and this conversation's been going on. They're talking about everything: movies, apartments, cars. Even though you know,
2: Karen's so. moving in, right. yeah, right, yeah. And
1: you know, and but at I, the I, same I, time, Jim should have been all over that. He should for as right long back as that screen. was a thing. I absolutely loved. Uh, Jim and Karen like they were such a great couple they they, they seemed to play well it. to each other the only time when that started to really wear thin was when you had like the moments where Karen got like she ne- kept needing to talk or whatever right they, they, they really tried to play up uh, in my opinion rather lame storyline and idea there but, uh, but whatever <laughs> hey, you think that <laughs> it was came out worded a little wrong there
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah when women talk but no but i think no, that, no, that that's no, what no. it was like no. they played oh. it up like she needed to she she kept needing she to, needed, to have talks with She Jim. needed
3: a 24-hour reassurance that, yeah okay so what did you guys do and yeah and but it's such a ridiculous idea to, I, to
1: build a plot off of
2: it I, but but going back to i mean the,
3: the, the stakes were high for her though because she was moving yeah. And like that, she says that so much. Like, I moved here. Yeah. Oh, know? she's got very
1: valid I'm points. I'm all in for you. She, she and moved I, here I for a job too. Like, seven True. people moved there. You know?
2: Like, <laughs> but I honestly, though. not survive. And I was thinking about this while I was watching it, though. God damn it. I still, like, even though she was the one interrupting the Jim and Pam ultimate, you know, love story, like. Rashida Jones was great. She was exactly, great. I loved Karen yeah, I know, was as so a character. Like she, she, was she really great. was. And when she fantastic. moved on to yeah.
1: Parks and Rec, she was. Excellent I was there. I was
2: so glad that she still sort of continued that. You know, being in that style of show. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I could have totally. I I don't think it would have been a bad idea to not have no. care. I mean, and you know, granted, there might have been extenuating circumstances. Oh, sure. Maybe she got another job. Maybe she only was interested in doing one season. You know,
3: they could have they could have had her like when Dwight went away for a couple episodes. yeah, and exactly. then eventually maybe she comes back. But no,
2: But, no, I would have totally... I would have been uh, fine with yeah, that. Yeah, if like, Karen would have
1: stayed on, I think that wouldn't have hurt the show. I thought she was no. at all. I, I would, she was just I, as good as Andy was. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <not> absolutely. Better. <laughs> I'm disappointed that we only got one Stanford person who stayed through the whole show. Like, I mm-hmm. was always well, a little saddened that we lost so many of them so quickly. Well, they weren't dude. originally... None of them were
2: ever actually intended to stick around forever. I, they were all going to be written off right, at various huh. points and but people liked you know they people liked andy then mm-hmm. people responded well to the character everybody loved ed helms yeah. on set and they decided hey we can you know make this a bigger part for him and you know thus the nard dog yeah <laughs>
1: was born and honestly up until probably season season eight frankly they really they had a good handle on it and, yeah and after that point they didn't, i think they really didn't know what to do with andy and it just became trouble for them.
2: Well, he got on the boat because he was, like, shooting a movie at the time or exactly. something like that. But so. even season
1: eight, making him the manager was just such a... No, that was... Uh, it was a rough choice. Yeah, I think it, it was... This, but I
2: think, to the creators, it was the safest choice. Yeah, it was a very safe choice. Because he's definitely... He's the most like Michael. Yeah, he's the most prone to buffoonery mm-hmm. like yeah. Michael is. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't such a stretch. Although, if... I always wish they got the... Uh, the British
3: lady Nellie. Nellie,
1: you think I, they should have made her the great? Her?
3: Eventually, I think she could have been great. Actually. Really, yeah. played by the if great played, British
2: comedian she, Catherine Tate.
1: Exactly, yes. I love man.
0: Catherine Tate,
2: fantastic actress. Ultra, Doctor Who, yes, mm-hmm. Doctor Who companion. I would have been, and a lot of people don't like her character either. I've, I've, yeah, a lot yeah, of and stuff, I, really. I don't get I that. Don't I, I thought Nellie was a great character. She was a Nellie
1: Bertram. She was so hard to deal with at the end of Seven when she takes over the office. But uh, yeah, I hated her. I hate know, that part. part I, I hated her torturing Andy. Yeah, I didn't like that. But yeah, but, I also did, ap-
2: but
3: But I didn't I, like Andy all that much. Yeah, that and I didn't either. like Andy when As he manager. was torturing her. Yeah, no. either.
1: Yeah. Like
2: there was some vindictive writing going on there.
3: It yeah. really was.
1: <laughs> they they really kept trying to like find new ways to do and, conflict. Yeah, you know? and
2: Andy definitely was you know m- way more vindictive. Like he could be a schmuck. Oh yeah, well, like, he's a he's a snake at the start of this whole. Yeah, thing. Michael yeah, Michael would be. You know, if Michael screwed somebody over, it was, you know, either due to his own ineptitude Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or just him throwing a tantrum like a child. There you go. Yeah. Like, he never was involved in intricate plots. No. No
1: against anybody. He yeah. didn't tra- he wasn't going to do the coup. No, Mike, no, for Michael it's a family. I mean, that's the thing that he's pushed over and over again. And, mm-hmm, yeah. and and that's one thing that we actually don't get. We don't get a lot of Michael's philosophies today. We no, get no, we, we get no... him reacting to pretzel no, day. We get him all. making the the sale, the Caselli sale, yeah. and which hey, hey, hey. Exactly, uh, which uh, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> not a choice we'd make today. Right. You know, it, it, nobody
3: it knew it back amazing. in 06. <laughs> right? God, 06. That I mean, was They went, I mean, to put it in perspective, he'd already done it's Fat Albert, yeah, yep. oh, of in course, yeah, in another episode. Yeah, so
2: they went back to the well and because, they, because there's, why there's wouldn't a, you a go f- back it to was, the well? That, time, that was awesome. Yeah. Bill Cosby was such a you it know was dad yeah. punchline yeah. too. Yeah. Who,
3: who knew that was going to be the result of Bill exactly. Cosby's right. life and times? And
2: then years later,
3: things come to light, and and, and thankfully, Michael's just so good at doing that, Fat mm-hmm. Albert, uh, and it just it just it just still it endures. So it's going to endure forever.
2: The, the moral uh, of the story, kids, is all your heroes are monsters.
1: <laughs> they very well might So Mikey. trust none of them. Exactly. <laughs> but even with that playfulness that he's doing there, uh, he, he's he's making that sale. Yeah. Like, like his, oh, he, he is! His, oh, yeah. his, his acumen his comes back, in a way. It, it, we, don't, we don't see the the sharp businessman like we have, but we're seeing another corner of Michael where the entertainer works. And and in that three-part process, because we only have the two Caselli calls, and then the very end we find out he got the sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, and through those three things, he manages to get that sale. I mean that once again showing why he is where he is. I, I oh, love thank you to the pretzel. I
2: mm-hmm. absolutely wow. pretzel day. So, yeah. <laughs> but I absolutely love this falls into my one of my favorite genres of office, office episode where Michael succeeds. Mm-hmm. Like it, it shows that just like we saw, uh, he, he's shows. brilliant. He is a ridiculous silly socially inept human man but he can fucking sell some paper exactly he is a genius when it comes to sales and i love it how how really easily selling comes to him yeah because anytime michael gets serious about it you just see like his eyes change Mm -hmm. and he just becomes this amazing salesman that can basically read what the person wants so he knows how to be the entertainer if he needs to be the entertainer yep. for this or yeah. if he needs to be serious like the uh what was it i believe it was probably a few episodes back uh where they went to the convention and there's a right? the guy from uh, uh oh the hammer, yeah. mill, hammer, the mill. The hammer mill Hammermill yeah. rep is there exactly and he uh and i love that where the guy is in there having a drink and he goes so should we take a look at it? And then Michael just turns and is real serious. Just snaps into mode, yeah. And then he ends up, he just comes down like, oh yeah, I made the sale. Mm -hmm. And it's Michael succeeds, you know, despite his ignorance at literally anything else. Yeah. He just falls into that sale too. He's
3: he's annoyed because he didn't win the... The paper airplane mm-hmm. thing. thats That was his real object of the day. And, and the sale is like secondary. And then Josh and Jim walk right away. And the it. hammer yeah. mill
1: standing there. And he's like, well, can I tell you about our products? I'm like, okay. Yeah. And,
3: and even when he's telling about the sale, he's still pissed off mm-hmm. the whole time. Cause that he's is how much. Jan.
2: Yeah, he doesn't care about. He cares about the people and yeah. what's going on around yeah, him. We're, we're selling paper, too. The Whatever. Sale, yeah, the sale to him is just. To it, be like, oh well I made a
1: sale then. And it's easy. That's the beauty of it. Uh-huh. For him it's easy. It's just it comes natural. Oh so which is why you know he's being silly and goofy in the beginning of the first call with Caselli. And then the second time he's hyped up on sugar and he's let's make a deal. What's the deal? What is the deal? You know? <laughs> and and by the end, after his crash, he's made it. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's not even a small deal. Pam explicitly says this is a big deal. And he just oh, okay, whatever. You know Yeah.
3: And thank God she played uh His guardian angel all day, Mm -hmm. even with God. Her her
2: truth list. Fucking Pam. Season three. Pam is just a
1: fucking angel. Well, we do. We do have the Pam that we know. You know. We're building the Pam that loves Michael, that cares for him, that, that has exactly. been taking care of this office yeah. since she when got he, there.
2: When he jumps out on sugar and goes, and I will be taking questions, and Pam, like, he he thinks he's giving this serious business talk, and all Pam is like, Michael, did you have a lot of sugar this afternoon? <laughs> That's her question. She is his
3: surrogate mother. Exactly. In, a, in the office, in a way. Helper.
1: And I mean, and we've seen that before and we'll, you know, we'll see it again. And I think it really helps build to what we get to by the time that they have to say goodbye in season seven is they've really built a character who really truly loves him, you Mm -hmm. know, and he is a father figure to her. That was so sweet. Like Mm
2: -hmm. that final thing where you Uh didn't think Pam was going to see it and she actually got a ticket to run and say bye to him. Yeah.
1: Yep. Kills you every time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's that. That's one of those moments that people still say is is, is their favorite in the show. At the it is really good, them, you know.
3: It's it's yeah. It's
1: <sighs> and I mean and of course you know everything with Jim and Pam is uh, is building too. And we've got that emotional punch and and yeah. we had that. Uh, at the very end of this episode, this was an episode that didn't end with a Michael talking head breaking no. down the lessons of the day. Mm-mm. This one ended with that Jim and Pam release of them having that conversation and then they hang up the phone because they're a little rushed off because of that misunderstanding. That's uh-huh. so frustrating. Dw- Dwight and Ryan come back and she's saying goodbye to them yeah. and Jim thinks her. Misunderstanding. He, and then he says, I should probably go. And, and you know, as you, we've all been there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then they hang up and then there's that silence. And we don't see that use of silence in the show a lot. Not at all. Not the way that you do in the Something the like British episodes. This Something did
2: like feel that. more British in a lot of ways like how they kind of hung on moments.
1: Exactly. More they in really this did.
2: episode. It's true. Things get awkward.
1: And in that one especially we have him hanging up and getting his stuff and going. She gets up and gets puts her coat on. I mean, yeah, we really have a... silence. It's it's,
3: it's 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 deafening silence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that's the perfect uh and it's Because it, and it, it does it.
2: such a good job of like lifting you up like, oh, they're talking mm-hmm. to Yeah. Bam. Exactly. Back, and, and I mean, back that, to reality.
3: Yeah. yeah and that would have still... been a perfect
1: place to roll credits too, if we didn't at least get one more taste of happy Stanley. You know? Or at least <laughs> satiated <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> Only yeah. th- but
2: but he's not, he's not even satisfied about the pretzel. Now he's just sad. It's
3: he... a quarter scoop of sugar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at most. But he but he does he goes from disappointed to hopeful yeah in that the, is true in it a, a millisecond, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just so <laughs> he sells it's, just, it's all in his eyes yep. he just gets so hopeful think <laughs> the sun will come out tomorrow i'll <laughs> get pretzel to pretzel day, day again
1: yeah. and that's one of those things like we, we 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 never see the dundies again for the next you know several seasons until the very end you know what you're right and that's... we never see pretzel day again you know these are the things but these are the things that happen in that office every year so that's right They should have had another Pretzel Day. I think
2: so. I mean, that became such a pop culture zeitgeist thing so fast. Mm. I mean, this is Pretzel Day? Like, that was... How... How often was that on the tip of everybody's tongue in, like, 06 to 08 for sure? Yeah. It should have been on mine if I was watching
3: the well, show. Well,
1: and it's such a real thing, too, because we've all had that thing at work where you have to line up and they've got, what, treats or something? Oh, oh. shit, dude. I had,
2: oh, yeah. on Monday, my office had we just, I work kind of with IT, I won't bore you with the specifics of it, but, <laughs> you know, fundamentally, like, I work in an IT-related field, Yeah. and uh, they finally finished the floor that... There was a remodel that they were going to basically have all the IT people on one floor, which is smart. And um, they decided that to do so, to kick it off, uh, they were going to have a pizza party. And so they just bought a whole bunch of hideaway pizzas. Mm -hmm. Pizza day. Yep, pizza day. And I got got down to that
1: floor. Was there a line? Oh,
2: there was a line, my friends. That's awesome. I had to wait probably, I'd say 10 no,
1: yeah, about ten ish minutes. That's funny, and you could see how frustrated Michael was getting by the time he got to. How long t- do you think he was waiting? Because you remember he was in such a panic. Do you have any sweet pretzels left? And he's like, "Oh yeah, I do." He's like, "He says, thank God."
2: Well, yeah. the guy's only putting them in one at a
3: time. Yeah, oh, I what know. an
1: inefficient way to really? do pretzels. Bring a bigger
3: toaster oven, guys. exactly, Come man. That pretzel server was right on it. Yeah, all the top, all the toppings, all eighteen toppings. Yeah, you know, just and and his just sort of. Happy-go-lucky demeanor. Did anybody
2: write down what the 18 toppings were? No. Anyone out
1: there? No.
2: Anyone know? I'll tell you
1: what. I'll tell you. Yeah, if, if you, you know all 18 toppings, send an email to <laughs> p4podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Guys, that yeah. is not a real email address. But we would like to know if you know but make it, a, so but let but
0: make us the list
2: anyway. Keep sending it to it anyway. Yeah. Maybe Get, get Mailer Demon back to you.
1: One day it won't bounce back. One day. Man. I don't know. But, yeah, I uh, – and. Meanwhile, so we've got Ryan being hazed like a, a frat kid with on, on a fruit farm, getting like the, the coffin. The, like the, oh, yeah. like uh, the frat was, kid that he uh, was, what was. Okay, well, okay, maybe that. Maybe well, well, we
0: should, Before maybe we, we even go, get go to back, back oh, yes, we got to start with planted, Ryan on his knees, in, yes, in
1: the beat field with Joy talking about planting his seed in you. Ryan's immediate uh, <laughs> uh, improv. I don't think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: smell that. <laughs> It's called
1: bull crap. <laughs> the client can smell from a mile away. <laughs>
2: and then Dwight goes, "Oh, I left being so obvious that he's oh, yeah. going to." And his right, you're arms. doing it right now. I'm doing the the way he runs arms. to the car. But yes, of it Rain is Wilson, so running,
3: ridiculous. The yeah. most unathletic run you can <laughs> see.
1: It's uh and and what I think is is so funny about the whole thing is the way Ryan when he has that realization that Dwight has left him that of course. <laughs> How did I not see this coming? Yeah, because the whole time he knows the kind of games that is being played with him because the mm-hmm. way he grabs the seed the second time Dwight opens his hand, like he—if if he didn't mention the frat thing, I would have immediately assumed like a big brother. Like He's right. familiar with this kind of uh, horseplay well the you, know, you know to take it back to even b- before
2: we move on even taking it back to the beginning of the episode that yeah. cold open where he's
1: doing all of the logic problems oh i know the one about the the the, 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 the doctor yeah. who can't operate on the sun yeah the yeah. coins in his hand one is not a dime mm-hmm. the, the g- hanging man on over the, the block ice, of ice. i heard ice. that one and then the polar bear at the now North Pole. that one
2: that one i have heard I had been, like, done all of those other, been told all of those other logic puzzles Uh. before the melting block of ice with the person hanging the doctor being the boy's mom and the nickel, yeah, like you said, being one nickel, but I had never heard the, it's a polar bear because you're at the North Pole. (laughs) It's a Scranton thing. I don't know. Nobody ever came up to me
3: with these teasers at any time in my life they
2: are really and when you and when you find out what the answer is a bear
1: hunter sets out from camp and walks one mile south okay he sees a bear and is about to shoot it the bear grabs his gun and eats it the hunter runs away one mile east he then walks one mile north and gets back to his camp and changes his underwear what color was the bear And then it was it polar was polar polar bear or bear or bear because it. you're at the, at the, the North, north pole, pole because he walks one mile south, so he's a mile away. And then he walks one mile east, but he's at the North Pole, so he's still going to be one mile north. Okay, one mile away from um, the camp.
3: Mm. Well, that's weird. I tell you what, Dwight's that's a, that's a lot I still don't anything. really get I don't, it. I don't.
1: It's a lot less <laughs> interesting than I was hoping for. Right, I was expecting I'm, a bigger. Let's see, let's, good, let's go over Reddit. Let's see if Reddit has a different answer good, for us.
3: Good thing Ryan cut that one off short. R- yes. That would not have made for the best opening. I think so. I don't know. I...
2: Is this the first time that there's been a cold open on The Office? Oh, no, no, no,
3: no. Okay. No, no
2: there's been some amazing
3: cold opens uh, lately. This is actually sort of one of my lesser favorite ones.
1: This one is very much tied into the plot. Uh-huh. It, is,
3: it is, but you're right, it very much is so. And uh, but the but the remaining of the show is so much better. Yeah, yeah the, true. I, a lot I mean, it's still. funny. The first all, mm-hmm. it's funny to see Dwight just get mm-hmm. flustered and frustrated, mm-hmm. and I mean through the whole thing. But at oh, the and start, I love. Too.
1: Back at Truth Farms after he's forced to, uh, Oh, we didn't even mention Moe's, the first appearance of Moe's, Michael Shore, actor, writer, producer of Parks and Rec. Well,
2: that's coming up because Ryan would just now be getting to the barn after Mm -hmm. he, which, and he knew, he was, he knew that was Dwight's barn, right? Yeah. Because at first I was kind of like, is he just wandering up? Why would you knock on a stranger's barn? Like, they don't live in
1: there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> he yeah. had a sixth sense about me per- I have to assume we don't see it but I have to assume he just walked in the direction the car took off and eventually found the car he just went the way of the car yeah
3: and probably the car was out yeah
1: and then Dwight pops out like a oh fucking God. serial killer well, he's been sitting there waiting the whole time I love that I love the little hand gesture salute he gives him woo woo yeah and the Whatever way he says is. welcome to Shroot Farms like there's going to be like a dun 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 the great reveal yeah Meanwhile, of Shroot
3: Farms does, could not care less
2: but then into the barn he goes and oh, then and the, the first the, appearance think, of Moe's uh, oh, think, oh, oh that uh, rhymed
3: I think Roosevelt or FDR was in that chair actually. right oh that old wheelchair, <laughs> wheelchair. Uh-huh. like
1: a weird old dentist chair or something yeah, like wheels, that so. <laughs> and you don't think about the fact that there's no animals in the barn you just assume that that was not an issue but I love the fact that after he runs Away, Dwight actually asks, "Where are the animals?" Yeah. <laughs> like, was he assuming that all this would be happening? There'd just be goats and chickens walking around. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then get in happened. the coffin. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and
2: so after building to what was, you know, planting the seed, walking the lonely, lonely path lonely. of loneliness, lonely walk of loneliness. loneliness. That's so great. And. And then what and then learning what the greatest fears uh, or what the greatest threat to Dunder Mifflin
1: is. Yeah. Which is floods. Uh And and I love how the idea that when when Ultimately, Ryan's gonna yes. leave that he, he opens that coffin so casually. Now get in the coffin. Now get in the coffin. What is right, that, Ryan? Get in the coffin. Where is
3: the like, just, where is that going? No, no set up nothing. Coffins and graves play a big part in Dwight's life <laughs> exactly because they are shoots are married in their graves yeah exactly oh that's true and they have a whole nother outlook evidently funerals
1: are nice the weddings are a bleak affair <laughs> yeah <laughs> bloody,
3: bloody <laughs> affair. <Man. laughs> explains so much it yeah. does
2: it really does
3: <laughs> oh my god
2: but so oh so ultimately so
3: ultimately Dwight we, we do get the the softening of Dwight the most soft We've we we do him Begging, Thus far, begging I forgi- think begging forgiveness from Mr. Ryan. Yeah, and with with the little items, the eggs, which will play oh the something big, he big time later on in this episode, and the then something thing he the little whittled. Venus, mm-hmm. something he
2: whittle, and Dwight's little s- smile. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, God, <sighs> when when Dwight's trying to do the friendly smile, it's so <laughs> creepy. I mean,
3: oh, if yeah. I was Ryan, I might walk all the way back to to Scranton. I, I don't know. It was kind of. Kind of well, creepy.
1: And then the way that they totally forget about the sales call. And what is he? He says spray uh, can. The screw,
2: spray gun, gun, screw, gun, screw gun. Screw gun. Screw gun. The sales call. Because don't we all say the that? The sales call. So Skosmort. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> I wonder how many takes they did and how much random shit he said. Oh, I'm yeah. sure there was a
2: whole bunch of it. I heard uh, that. Cop sucker. Especially, uh, especially whenever Rain Wilson and John Krasinski were doing Jim and Dwight stuff, uh, mm-hmm. they would always. I was reading something about a behind-the-scenes thing at the office, and they said that uh, John Krasinski and Rain Wilson would just start going, and they like could play, they could play off each yeah, other, they do a lot of really well. And they said the episode where Kelly gets mad at Dwight and Jim, yeah, and oh yeah, because and, they spend oh, so much time, time on, part, on camera yeah, together, and they try to make it up to her. And at this point, because Angela couldn't be, you know, trusted with the power of the party planning committee anymore. Mm-hmm. They just got tired of it and made Jim and Dwight the party planning committee. Yeah. And so it's that scene where they're decorating the conference room, yeah. and they and Dwight just has that banner printed out, yeah. It, is, it your is your birthday. birthday. Uh-huh. Jim's just, not even an exclamation mark? Uh-huh. Because <laughs> <And, laughs> he's trying to get through it. But yeah. they said that they had to actually shut down production, though, because... <laughs> they were just the improvs they were coming up with were making the other one break. That's awesome. I need so to see some hard.
3: from that on DVD. It's got to be on. Yeah, there. I, I would I think, think so. there, you you got Loopers. the DVDs now? Yeah, don't I got ya? the DVDs. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: No, I'm sure it's definitely on there. Then, but yeah. Well, but you did mention Angela. Well,
3: well
1: yes,
2: and oh, like, and Angela and uh, Kelly. Yeah, uh, that great a, scene. A rare. Yeah, yeah. A rare pairing up, well, yeah. you know?
1: And what's great about yes. it is we come in on it where they've they've clearly been sitting and talking, which means mm-hmm. we, we, we have a moment where they were actually getting along for a few minutes.
3: time ever in this universe they've actually Maybe, but you them. Do have to remember, it's too, it, it
2: is contingent on the fact that both of their boyfriends exactly. happen to be out, so
1: they're, you know... So Angela very well could have been trying to get information. That's you know? true. Oh, certainly. And that's how it started, or, or Kelly was, uh, clearly, because the first thing is Angela saying, well, it's a sometimes sales calls take time or whatever mm-hmm. she's, she's sort of defending why they're not back yet oh, yeah. and then you have Kelly sort of like calling out Dwight on being a weirdo yeah. and you finally get to hear Angela sort of how she defends him yeah the idea of him being individualistic you know <laughs> it's individualistic and Kelly's like,
3: so dense she doesn't even play into like Wait a minute! Why are you defending
2: Dwight? And, and oh yeah, we are no. definitely in full. Kelly has found her character. Cause oh you yeah. can kind of tell that it was especially probably in season one. She was, and it's about five this.
1: episodes into season two where they, you really get her. Yeah, full wrapped. on. And by Valentine's Day, she's full on. So. Yes.
2: Absolutely. And yes. they they even talk about that, so it, so it's not that yeah. really big of a secret. But yeah. oh yeah, but, the more, but they do yeah, talk about how Mindy Kaling said that it is funny how you know because we didn't really know where Kelly was going to go. Yet, mm. so they kind of played her more as the conservatively dressed. Oh yeah, Yo, you She's know, a totally
1: different character in season yeah, one. Uh huh. She's very yeah.
2: quiet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and you know, then almost absent of nothing.
0: Yeah, no. She kind
2: of
1: just makes the turn. Yeah, they, they they don't explain it. They don't do yeah. anything. That's that's a. Yeah. I mean, it's technically it's, a complete inconsistency, it's, but it's, well, it's well, sort I of. It's mean, sort you, of an you, you allow also, it. You yeah. allow it is so
2: good. I allow it because you also think about like. Okay, in the reality of this show, at first when a when a documentary film crew is first around, yeah, you're going to like present a oh, more wow. that's a good mm, point. subdued a good point. version yeah. of yourself. Yeah, so yeah, I think because I, so. I mean really though granted even though it was just, you know, they hadn't really found out what Kelly was going to be yet. Yeah. Also, but you can you can head it. To you know, also at a
1: job, sometimes you'll dress a little more conservatively exactly. to start. We don't know true. how long
2: Kelly was there before. That's you know, true. she yeah. still may be in the good impression phase before mm-hmm. finally being like, "Well, I've been here long enough. I my real personality is gonna exactly come that's, out." That's what happened to Ryan. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, that's for sure. It's just funny that both of them kind of mirror
3: each other that mm-hmm. way throughout uh-huh. the and it helps the fact that they're together in all their scenes, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd like to see the percentage. Yeah, of, like definitely. In later seasons with Kelly, like, outside of Ryan, how much was she in it? Mm-hmm. And him, too, you know? Yeah. But, um. oh, yeah, she was all in from from back in season two. Season
1: five. Fo- uh, yeah. yeah, like, see, yeah. episode five. As soon
3: as she started getting really crazy about Ryan, then it kicked up a, a good Well, and that's what it
1: was. Like. They finally had a yeah. storyline for her. They just, uh-huh. they, they made her a character that Minnie yes. wanted to play, you know? Yeah, yeah and i don't know a, a, an ultra conservative uh, maybe older indian woman may not have had as many story opportunities with what they were doing That's in, true. at okay. under mifflin maybe i'm wrong I, I obviously i wouldn't even really begin to know that i know the story opportunities there but, <laughs> but the uh, at the same time we got some good stuff from uh, uh, phyllis and bob vance vance refrigeration ah, oh yeah you, those you two. must always say vance refrigeration oh, yeah. after are you talking about Bob Vance of Vance Vance Refrigeration refrigeration. and I love that scene too just because it gives us you know we talked about uh, Dwight saying what was it screw gun Uh, um, and and we, we get Bob Vance saying one of my favorite insults uh, calling people Marys. Marys what a ridiculous idea. <laughs> a pair of Marys. Yeah. What a pair of <laughs> a pair of Marys
3: you know say it all day.
2: You know that's definitely a New England a like, slur for <laughs> feminine. Yeah. Well I mean you can well... Hear
1: someone from Brooklyn saying that sort of mm-hmm. thing, you know, if he's not just calling you an asshole. Definitely oh. like Boston. Yeah right. or something
2: like that. Like colonial Boston, colonial Colonial town. uh-huh. colonial towns yeah. <laughs> they would definitely they would definitely be calling their, you know, effeminate men mm-hmm. Mary's. This yep. is old country stuff. Yeah. Well, also, oh,
1: yeah, I like, mean, it, yeah, it yeah, comes yeah. from Britain too. Yeah, yeah. That, That's actually yeah,
3: the,
2: uh, the Nancy's.
3: Nancy's. Yeah. exactly. Yeah.
2: That's. Yeah. So. Yep,
3: I, wonder, I wonder. if they own... did,
1: if they use that actual insult Nancy in the British office somewhere. If that got picked up at all, but I'd then, have to go back yeah. and rewatch oh, it. it. It's Been a while since I have watched those. Oh. It's been a while. Oh, sorry. Okay, God, God damn. It. I'm there too. I, nobody
2: can. I don't think it's, anybody in the fucking
1: world this. That song... Aaron Lewis owes us all an apology. It, uh, Dude, he, owes I mean, me, right. he owes me royalties yeah, <laughs> for, the, for yeah. the the psychological That's, damage he's yeah. done over the years. Uh, he's actually playing in Tulsa, so we should go We should go confront him about this. This is perfect time. It's, this is kismet. Having a, having you know, it's
2: now that we're here, it's so far away. You know, I, yeah. I, I, bet we
3: I bet we won't shock him. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, everybody yeah. t- come yeah. comes up yeah, to and the, says the same thing.
2: Everyone's really upset about it. And yeah. then he can't forget he's not a ship. Is that the lyric?
1: I don't know. Let's not break
2: it down. I always sang it it that way, and even if I look up the lyric and see that that's not what it is, I will still sing it. I I refuse (laughs) if it is not what I think it
1: is.
2: (laughs) Aaron Lewis has invaded the podcast.
1: (laughs) Right. Welcome to the People Persons Aaron Lewis podcast. No, uh, so owns our we have a there. Lewis invasion.
2: Yeah. There's like an alarm for it because it happens. For... God damn, Aaron Lewis trying to break <laughs> into our podcast God again. God damn you, Aaron Lewis! <laughs> you start a fake feud with
1: Aaron Lewis that he keeps trying to break into your podcast. I think the I think the weirdest part is going to be when his PR guy hits him up uh, next week and he's like, "Apparently, you were tagged in a podcast. <laughs> I don't know why." About this, the office, they, it's tagged there, right there, Aaron Lewis. <laughs> The band, too, for no reason. i I not going to say their name. I <laughs> not say it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's got <laughs> it an apostrophe exist. in it. Does it? Dwight and uh, <laughs> Like an asshole. <laughs> Dwight and Ryan get to the sales call. <laughs> the sales listening call. Listening to oh. Cradle of
2: Phil. Exactly. He, I was on the I was Actually, thinking about that earlier, I, I think. I. You, now you that you remember, I yeah, remember a hearing theory. in in a, in a, in a believe,
1: commercial of that, you know, I think they were one of those bands who four. you'd see like, you know, like coming to the Brady Theater. It's Sepeldora <laughs> Cradle of Phil. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm that pretty fucking sure that commercial,
3: happened. man, yeah. I'm pretty sure that happened at one point. Exactly. I would Way not be surprised by that at all. Back in the 90s, it happened.
2: Oh, yeah. Because what that song was from, like. We'll be looking up. It was like ninety three, yeah, I yeah. think, something like that. So it was early nineties, R- like "Dirty River," runs red.
3: River. Oh. I was about saying what the song name was. Yeah. "River Runs Red." <laughs> <But> <laughs> such such wonderful tunes throughout this whole episode, I must say. Of course, we can't we can't forget about um,
1: Gary uh, Glitter. Gary. Oh the,
3: yeah, the, the
2: the incomparable Gary Glitter.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> you yeah. know
2: what I love. About, because we we should probably... We we were watching the episode with the closed captions on. Yeah. (laughs) And when Michael is in that office... It doesn't give the name of the song. Mm-hmm. It just says
0: oh, it's, it's Gary a...
1: Glitter Music Place. No, no, it said Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll. Yeah. It did.
2: I don't think it said Gary. Yeah, I think no, it, it just said. Uh, it, think did. It... Yeah. it did. Yeah. It did.
1: Yeah, it's a Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll. But still so, to your point, though. You don't necessarily what know what that is. Def-
3: exactly. exactly. Is that Who's?
1: Know? Oh, yeah.
3: That, that's Rock and Roll I, by Gary Glitter. i felt those beats before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was uh, obviously. Like, and 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 that that
2: that like they too. they could have just said generic rock music plays like but yeah. they're like
1: they have to let them know. Yeah, I wonder that if that Gary the... Glitter's rock and <laughs> roll is playing. I and, wonder if the caption yeah. people have actually like figured out like what more I deaf sp- viewers sp- want to know. I suppose
3: if someone had gone deaf after they heard Gary Glitter, then okay. okay.
1: There you go. They'd be yeah. like, Oh, I remember rock and roll. Da, da, da. Yeah.
3: Hey. I'm glad I don't have to listen to that song anymore. Now, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> there was an, just a, kidding. Okay. I like, it's it's a, a, it's I'm a sports
3: okay. fan. Yeah. I get into it. It's fun it. at the stadium. The, yeah. the, the, that's kind of that's like all. That's all. That's the only place you ever really hear it. Unless yeah, I'm watching this episode. That, and that
2: brings to <laughs> mind uh, a friend of mine showed me this. There's this radio, I guess. There's this, uh, show yeah or not a show it's actually a a radio thing so it's basically audio tv for blind people okay and i forget what it's called i'll have to i'll have to look it up and let you guys know but basically they play episodes of sitcoms but it's for since it's for blind people there's also a person that is narrating the actions well, that's cool. that the, nice. that that's the great. characters that is cool. are doing very cool. Yeah. But it, but they have, but it's almost done. They're silly with it. They, they do it in a funny fucking voice
1: Interesting or something. Okay. So it's,
2: it's hilarious how, cool. you know, like you're watching an episode of Frasier and then all of us, and just the way they matter of factly describe everything, but yeah. they, they do it in kind of a jovial tone yeah, or sometimes sure. they do it super serious, and that's also like Niles picks up the, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just it it's really, I think it's called like Blindy TV or something like huh. that. Huh. Okay, interesting. I know. A friend that's of mine, good. a friend of mine, Debbie from Chicago. Shout out to Debbie. She was a good person. She's still alive, I just, I mean, I haven't seen her because I don't live in Chicago anymore. Well, sure. See. Debbie Banyos. Shout you talk, out to Debbie Banyos. If you she's talk to a, her again, you should find out if she out. watches The Office. I, oh, yes. She, I know for sure she definitely has, she has to watch The Office. Nice. Keep that up. She's definitely, she's in the uh, Frasier shitposting group that I'm in, so I know she's definitely. Frazier shitposting. That's And anybody that's into Frazier <laughs> is
1: all right with me. So when Dwight and Ryan finally make it to the sales call, it does not go well. No it does And not. then we finally have uh, the, the moment where Dwight proves him or Ryan proves himself to Dwight. He
3: proves himself.
1: Just by attacking the building with the eggs that Moses has <laughs> yes. given him when we get to see Dwight the security the guards who are so utterly flabbergasted why anyone would <laughs> do this. What? <laughs> like what the, you know? <laughs> what the
3: hell? What two guys in suits bring eggs
2: with them to a Wait, was, sales I call? Get eggs so where, readily. Where did available? you get those
3: eggs from? How did that happen? And then again, why are you throwing? It?
2: And and even in a more humanizing uh, tone for Dwight, Dwight's usually so blunt and matter of fact. And uh-huh. even he tells Ryan that no. when Ryan says uh, they, they didn't, didn't, didn't like me, mean, even Dwight goes, "Yeah, they didn't have they didn't to tell say you that me. to your face." <laughs> like how did that I, that? I just want to know it's very how sideways that like, call must have been for uh, they, for and a guy who was ostensibly. The manager of a business yeah. to just cast prode- professional decorum aside so much that he physic that he realistically just goes, you know what? I don't like, I don't like you. I don't like you, and I don't like him. your face. <laughs> I don't uh, like the cut of your jib. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, Get out of you my know, you, you have a good product. These are good deals, but uh, I just don't fucking like you. <laughs> right? Like, how did that that meeting must have gone off the rails? Oh yeah. Ryan's nervous.
3: The guy can see right through him. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of my store. But it I gets, don't believe you.
1: It gets Dwight to finally, you know, see Ryan as an equal because we have that by the end of the night when he's uh, when he's chugging the uh, the Boilermaker. Yeah. Maker, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that he's... he's Pounding his fists on the the table, okay. Ryan, Ryan,
3: but only after he stopped calling him Temp, temp. exactly. Temp. So he passes the threshold. So yeah, to
1: speak. finally graduates in Dwight's eyes. <laughs> which is nice <laughs> to see. That's, that's
2: that's his assistant to the regional manager, assistant regional
3: manager. And that's moment.
2: basically as close as Ryan and Dwight ever get in the series again. Yeah, it really is. Well, yeah, there's the
1: time where they're trying to plot against Jim later, and that. But fails wonderfully. Yeah.
3: That's one. Of, I was thinking about that, that's actually. The, uh, at the end of have you trying ever to go seen Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and Moe seesaw all, all the time. The time.
0: <laughs>
1: no, oh, no man. we do what they did not Saw. <laughs> oh, I love the part where uh, when Dwight's setting Ryan up for the sales call and he's trying to give him all that information so quickly yes. and he gives him that piece of advice Michael gave him, KISS, keep <laughs> it simple, stupid, great advice, hurts my feelings every time. Yeah, that's such a- <laughs> I love that Dwight not only loves Michael and wants Michael to respect him, but if Michael insults him, Dwight wants to be insulted. You know? Oh, and
3: that's way up his character's alley, right oh, there. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. be or dishonored so he can yeah, redeem that, himself. To it's his that end.
1: austere German He's quality. Totally about a masochist him. in some ways, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, he wants to be beaten down and worked to death. Yeah, and, and earn it.
2: <laughs> like. If it even it is through humiliation. Like what are the Schroots? Because I feel <laughs> well, like they're not they're not Amish. No. Well, but they're not No, were not they? Aren't weren't no, they, they no. Like were they, they were part
3: German of, they were, Amish. They were, they were part of the community. Right, and see yeah. uh, but
2: that's where I'm that's where I'm confused because I know that Pennsylvania, especially up there, there's a lot of Dutch oh, yeah. Amish that's Dutch Amish country up there, especially mm. out in, you know, Western Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And I'm
1: pretty sure like they that. were they were German war criminals who hid with the army. <laughs> that she, that
2: makes more sense because There you go. because yes, there they were, you but go. they still have all these weird
1: well,
3: traditions. And of course, though, the Shroot
1: farm goes back to the Civil the War c- the, we find out. Yes. So so that doesn't make a ton of sense either.
3: And there's an out there's a good outtake apparently where Dwight's showing Ryan his uh, his grandfather's grave or their the um graveyard. Yeah. He's like he was a great man who did a lot of very bad
2: things. <laughs> <laughs> when he talks about, why, yes, like, my grandfather yeah. Mannheim is still puttering yeah, around Argentina. Argentina. <laughs> I did want to, like, I tried to go see him, but my travel visa was, prote- was <laughs> protested by the, the Shoah Foundation. The Shoah Foundation. Uh-huh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah there's only one reason that happens. Yeah. Yeah, no.
2: uh-huh.
1: Man.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's some, uh, <laughs> some shady uh, backdroppings <laughs> to Mr. Shroot
1: and see we well, that, we've, we've talked about that how, how how Dwight is a bit of a monster in reality and it, i think it's partially because yeah. of his upbringing i a, think they're exactly. just
2: weird country people they're not amish they live among the amish community cuz yeah. they dwell in a rural area Yeah, and, and they've probably intermingled and like they have close, the sa- they have yeah. the same sort of like farm work ethic but mm-hmm. you know um, i mean Dwight works at a modern office like he wouldn't be Amish.
1: Yeah. His family no. doesn't I Oh, no. He, I don't, no, no they're no, not no, actively no, no. Amish now. Yeah. yeah. Mo,
2: yeah Moses isn't Amish. He's just weird. Yeah. And, <laughs> and see, he, and that's wins, what I really he, think it is. I think they're just weird country well, people and not... Yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. think that's supposed to be their character arc. Is there their own weird... Yeah. country that, that have their own traditions. <clears throat> well, no. Because no. it's only... Because he says it's only a shrewd tradition. Like, it's not rooted... Shrut's have their own traditions. It's not mm. rooted in any sort of, you know you know, Amish it's religion or of, any sort of philosophy. It is just, there's some kind the of shrewd. hill folk. Exactly. Yeah.
3: They could be their own, they're their own microcosm <laughs> they're, they're, of a society. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> they have their own brood.
2: Oh so man.
1: Sweet. So anything that we've missed that we haven't touched on so oh my far,
3: God, man, I don't, I, we, I, we've I, really... we really, it's such a good episode. I, uh, well, I mean, we, we didn't really get it. A... Jan has a couple great moments. At the oh, start, yeah. yeah. That we yes. definitely should at least mm-hmm. acknowledge, uh, her eyes like daggers into Michael as he's recounting having sex.
1: Oh, and I love the way that she, he says when she, when she says, uh, what did you do? And he says, no, well, how are you? you? And she says, I don't care how you are, Michael. He's like in a soap opera
2: right at that point. He's
1: like, how's your day? How are you doing? Uh And it's like, she's like, I don't want to know how your day was. And
2: and then though Michael can turn vicious cuz oh. you think at first he's just mentioning the Carol thing cuz he's socially, you know, inept. Yeah. But then yeah. he's really I mean it's yeah. still social inept it's socially inept to behave like this anyway, but he is knowingly going like and then I had sex What's with it? Carol
3: in front of the cameras. Mm-hmm. And and he oh, goes yeah.
2: he goes does
1: how does that yeah. how does that make you feel? And that's yeah. when we get
2: the great look at him and then she
1: looks, looks right to the, the camera, camera at that yeah.
3: point like oh
1: damn <laughs> what am i dealing with <laughs> here chills
3: yeah. and then, and then and how she makes jan like i've actually been told at jobs to like write down oh, what i pa- do pam right sorry yeah, and then yeah. jan shell tells pam to keep track of michael's she going doesn't on. even trust him to ask him to do it no you know or, not or at to all even, to
1: even break she never even really breaks down i'm telling i'm asking what you did hour by hour during your work day yeah like she never even says that to him she just says you know what she gives up on it yeah this and, is the and beginning And instead goes yeah. to Pam well, oh you have that great is... exchange oh, where she says so hi Pam Pam goes hi and she goes I'm fine <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs>
2: just blows completely by that
1: yeah. this is sort
3: of the beginning the unraveling of
2: Jan. oh yeah exactly this is when you this start is... to see the normally composed and mm. professional Jan this is when the cracks start happening mm. it really is and yeah. this is when you see that she be- is just a very emotionally mm-hmm. damaged and broken and, person. And fully aware of it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. She embraces it. Yeah, <laughs> She, bra- <laughs> she does. I mean by season four which, give, which all comes to a head in the most uncomfortable episode not even of The Office but probably one of the most uncomfortable episodes in all of American television is The Dinner Party. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, yeah. 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 I think most people would say either that or Scott's Tots are probably yeah, yes. the, the most cringeworthy yes. episodes. Those Scott's are tots two. Wins.
2: that if you have me outside of any shroot Farms appearances that I might make, uh-huh, but you if you mind have being me here for those, well, no, if you put me on those, I'll do it. But I'll be, I'll be tense, man. Nice. there will be so much tension that I'll be carrying that whole episode that I'll just have to like vomit out. Yeah. You have to shot for that
3: episode uh-huh, just calm down, <laughs> right? Just, calm your nerves. Scott Toss, mm, I just can't handle it. Yeah, the dinner party it, makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm yeah, one of the but weirdos that likes it. But I
2: but it's relatable because you've all been at one yeah, point or another. That's I that's think where the anxiety comes in. I think in, it's I think. safe think. to say, gentlemen, that at one point or another in our lives we have been the third wheel. Oh sure, yeah. All the time. Yeah, and yeah. so having being the third wheel, whenever the other two wheels start to not get along oh exactly yeah oh man dinner party yeah that's the that is one of the worst i lived with my friend and his girlfriend and when they would fight yeah that's i would i would would immediately and i even laid it out for them horrible i even laid it out for them at the beginning and i was like listen guys it's your relationship i'm not here to take sides Mm. or anything And it's not like they were, you know, constantly. It's just because it, it, I mean, it happens with any like any couple's going to fight exactly at right. any point, it's and it's happen. just you know you're unlucky enough to be around when one of those instances occurs. Yeah, and you know it's fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> oh man, Brian, you got some trivia for us? I do have a little trivia
3: uh, that I can remember. Um, what's the name of that company they threw eggs at? It
2: was like. Equa. I don't remember it, but I've got it.
3: Booya, booya, booya! Nobody equi- knows.
2: It's not Equifax, because my mom used to work for Equifax. It ain't Equifax.
1: Axelrod Limited. Limited. <laughs> limited. Yeah, I wouldn't remember sure it, though. Gotta
3: make sure gotta get Limited on there. Mm-hmm. LTD. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. LTD, baby. And one more. Um, how many words can Pam type a minute? Mm, is it?
2: Seventy-five. I know this one.
1: This what? is ninety. It is ninety. 90. Oh,
0: it is 90. I thought
2: ninety was the. That's uh, what, that's
1: oh, what wait. Jim says. He goes, "That's impossible." Oh yeah, and that's Davis right. beacon can't oh, type. I'm 90. an idiot. I was
2: I was thinking of I was thinking of the average. Yeah, the average.
3: Oh
1: no, well, we never no, find no, that out, says, but we yeah, finally yeah. find out. Jim. Oh, she says the average is seventy. But she's
2: guessing. Yeah, and see, and
3: she's like,
1: "What is the And then Jim's is sixty-five. I is what he can type. Yeah, a nice little humiliating. Mm-hmm.
3: See, that's, there's a difference between Jim and, and Ryan right there. Ryan wouldn't admit that. Right. Yeah. I would say. Jim totally. Ryan words also
1: words wouldn't, wouldn't have asked, how many words can you type? Exactly. He, he <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't have been have talking cared. about
3: some his, his mundane things. <laughs> yeah.
1: He wouldn't have cared at all. But I that's mean, Jim yeah. and Pam's dynamic. Exactly. All right. One last
3: time, just because we all love the song so much. Who's the song that. Who sings the song that Jim sings to Karen and won't stop? The
1: Cardigans. Yeah. The Cardigans.
3: <laughs> and I'm I not going to sing it. I don't want to piss off anybody in our audience. But
2: we didn't talk about it. Well, An- we talk I don't. About it well, now. I, I don't feel like we talked about. It. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we discussed this. Where. That beautiful Andy Bernard moment. Oh, singing when the you because you know his. This is when it's kind of starting to establish his. Lo- I don't know. Have they mentioned that he's been in the acapella group? He has yet? his oh, first oh, yeah, talking certainly. head. He mentions. Okay. Here comes treble. So he knows treble. how to. So it's he's. laid out he, he fancies himself him. a singer, and you see him there with that. lifting the finger, <laughs> the invisible you know, baton, conducting
1: notes. himself in silent song. Yeah. Yeah. and i must not give. even singing. Yeah.
2: Doing it to Jim doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. With his eyes closed. And then we finally get him in the talking head <laughs> showing he off those pipes that, of his. Yep. When that smile afterwards the whatever happened to those guys?
3: Yeah. Good old days. Yeah. <laughs> Good old days at Cornell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's back at Cornell in that moment.
1: Which is, uh, which is fun, because we're really getting Andy uh, the same way we had the whole cast last season, where we're in bits and pieces, we're getting them to be a person. Exactly. And a little after the bunny finally makes it to Scranton, we're going to really have a full-rounded character, just like everyone else. And like you guys said, well, who was supposed to leave, and because he fit in so well, mm-hmm. he's going to get to stay. So...
3: Yeah, and I guess. you can't fine. hate. I mean, nah, we're going to get a couple nah, of
1: great seasons out of them, this you know, is true. for sure. Well, mm-hmm. this is true. So the stuff with Angela, the stuff with Aaron is, 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 is in seasons five and six is easily some of my favorites. So, okay. it's season six, excuse me.
3: <laughs> and one little minor highlight that I always seem to skip over from this episode is when Michael's having a sugar freak out, mm-hmm. and Kevin just out of nowhere just goes, Michael, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
1: and Toby with the second. second. Yes, Toby, yes. second. Because
2: he says the first thing is he's going to like streamline the efficiency no, of the office. He goes, Second of the company,
0: not yes, even the second. office. Yeah, of
2: no. the company. Grandeur. Second,
1: second. second?
2: <laughs> and then he goes to Phyllis and Stanley of all
0: people mm-hmm. to switch decks. To, swi- to
2: switch decks. because that I want to know in his mind what was the oh, what, what, what did was he have the mapped tactical out? advantage. <laughs> Of Stanley and Phyllis well, switching places, and that's part
1: of something larger because he proceeds to say that we're gonna we're gonna redo the entire office, uh, and does not that sound? It's gonna make us that much more efficient. Yeah. At least it is on paper. And I love this transition. And we are, after all, a paper company. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? And the, the way that that must have so logically flowed in his head is, is sort of beautiful. It is
3: kind of beautiful the way. It just oh, flowed. I bet he improv that. Oh, oh, I hope so. His first Elvis.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, uh uh-huh. Thank <laughs> you very, very much. much.
3: <laughs> that would go away after a while, but it'd come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Good episode. Yeah, really great
1: Absolutely. episode. Fun, man. fun, fun. Josh, thank you so much yeah. for joining us yeah, for this one. Yeah, no, thank you,
2: thank you for having me, guys. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. All right, so next time, Shroot Farms again?
1: All yeah. Right, yeah, man. Shmee, shmoo. Shmee. I
2: think we should Shmi? make this a uh, mm-hmm. Shroot Farms uh, tradition. Yeah. I, Sounds good. I agree. I agree. A Shroot farm's
1: tradition. I,
2: I don't know. I don't know the next appearance, but we'll find out.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll I, get ready.
2: I'm sure we could like just look at the office wiki and see like all mm-hmm. episodes mention Shroot farms. farms. Yeah, yes. yeah. Start there. We'll just let you host the dinner party one. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Right. I am actually. If I do one, I know for sure that's primarily at Shrewd Farms is the garden party. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what one. Yeah, that's the yeah. One I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, the garden oh, yeah. party is a great episode. It is a great episode. Oh man, <laughs> and also the series finale. It is. So I wormed my way into the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That one we gonna have like
1: fifteen guests that have to come. I, back. I think
2: so. Yeah. Just have a rotating. <laughs> Bless you.
1: <laughs> Thanks Yeah Because yeah, I know Lacey's Going to want to be on that one For sure We've uh, got to have Zampino So, Oh yeah We'll just that, have a panel by then yeah, Exactly yeah. Hey, What do you have
2: to say about it Panel Panel for the last yeah, hey, be No a good reason idea. not to Hey you know be a good idea for a live show. I was the, just thinking the that. The final People, oh, Persons, wow. Paper podcast wow. is a live show. That's wow. a good time
1: to throw out a a, a, a quick plug. If you're a, a fan of my other podcast opinions like A-Holes, we are getting ready to have our 100th episode. Woo! Uh, my co-host, yeah. Michael Zampino, who you've heard right here on the uh, Quad yes, P. He's a, he's a good man. We're going to do a live taping October 18th at Blackbird on Pearl right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We've got a all-star lineup of some of our favorite OLA guests, including Chuck Stickle, Bill Sr., Lauren Barr. And of course, enemy of the show, Ryan Green. So Ooh. it'll be a good time. Be no, man, be that's fun. fucking
2: that's fucking awesome, Go man. man. Yeah, that's right. I love anybody out there. If if you haven't checked out OLA, it's a great show. Yeah. you should. Josh, think, you've been on there. I have. Brian, I you've have. been on. I have as well. been on it. It's a great I show. Been privy, definitely worth a listen. We've just most uh, definitely.
1: just uh, recorded our ninety-second episode, so we are on the uh, road to hashtag OLA one hundred. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jump on uh, with us and uh, check it out. And then, uh, of course, stick around for more episodes of the People, Persons, Paper Podcast because we are not going anywhere, right, Brian? We we love you. Yeah. Josh, thanks again. Yes. Good times. Thank you. Brian, thank you. Always a pleasure. And I want to thank all of you for listening to the People, Persons, Paper Podcast. We will be back next week when we are putting on our sorry.
2: Do you want to, like, allude or mention that this is our (laughs) second go around or –
1: Nah, let's nah. get. It right. okay. nah, I don't nah. think we did that with Tom, did we? No, we, so no, we did Let's not do it again. No. Yeah. This is the second time I mean, we've had to do this. If it slips yeah. up, then it's funny. But whatever. Yeah.
0: It yeah. But we won't dwell on it. Yeah. We'll yeah.
2: Dwell on... Man, Patrick, were you dreaming about making that jump shot again? <laughs> I mean...